Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Jessica. Yeah? Can you say Rob Beckett? Yeah. Go on. Rob Beckett. (laughs) And can you say Josh Widdicombe? Just make it camp. Good girl. I enjoyed the bit where she just said, yeah. yeah. I do I really like that one because the mum spoke normally, right? Sometimes parents talking to their kids gets a bit too, well done, Poppy. <laughs> Fuck off, Poppy. It was deeply average, right? But that was good. She did it well. The mum sounded normal and um, a bit of attitude at the start, Josh. I'd say that's an eight, 8.5 for me. Yeah, strong one. This is a recording of our 25-month-old Jessica saying your names. First attempt, no practices. I've been listening now for three years. Since moaning to a friend that nobody ever talks about the rubbish side of being a parent, she laughed and directed me straight to your podcast. I've been a huge fan ever since. Please keep doing what you're doing. Emily, originally from Cambridge, now living in Staffordshire. Lovely stuff. Have you done Stafford Gate House, Rob? Oh, have I? Yes, I have, mate. Numerous times in the big room, the little room, yeah. all over, all over it. Um, yeah, Staffordshire. Um, how are you, Josh? What's going on with you? Good. I'm good. I need to give you a cat update, don't I? Yes. Yeah, so you were having to take a cat to the vet, but they look exactly the same. So you was worried you was going to take the one that didn't need. And no, one looked peaky. <laughs> According to Rose, <laughs> I think you're. A, I think you're a better cat owner than me, because. I just sort of, I wouldn't know if my cat looked peaky or not. I know when they look thin. Right. Well, I want you to save that thought Mm. for after I've told you this story about whether I'm a better cat owner than you. Right, I just sent you a picture of the two cats that we'll put on our Instagram to give people an idea. Okay, sure. How um, easy it is. Names again, Beryl and... Eddie. Well, it's quite easy. One sat down, one stood up, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) It's good stuff. The whole family can enjoy that kind of humour. Well, yeah, so it looks to me that... Is there a tiny bit of grey on the... No, they've both got that little bit of grey on the chest. They are black cats, long-haired black cats with green eyes, and both have got a little bit of grey on their chest. That is a a tough spot. They're sisters. Uh, Sure. No surprise there. Um, And so... I finished recording this at yeah. about 12. Oh, Josh, I've written a really good joke. I've started doing comedy again. Do you want to hear my joke? You've started doing comedy again? Yeah. Well, no, I've always been doing it, but stand-up gigs. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean? you this is, this do is an attempt. stand-up on me? Do, do you want me to do a joke? You see if you think it's funny. I was really happy with it. Now well, I'm going to have to say it's funny, whatever, yeah. Well, no, I think you'd be honest. It was, uh, we talk about matching pyjamas, you know, at Christmas. 
Right, and yeah. I say I'm middle class now, so I wear, we all have matching pajamas. Me and my wife and my kids. I mean, growing up, me and my brothers, we didn't have, we didn't, we oh fucked it up. Shit. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! It's really a confidence hit. That is, um, <laughs> basically, the punchline is we didn't even have matching parents. Oh, that's good. That is yeah, good. It's a, yeah, it's good, but it needs to be. De- that's the problem. I'm in between. I've got the stuff, but I can't deliver it properly yet, Josh. And it's really hit my confidence. Anyway, talk to me about cats. Can I talk to you about the fact you have matching pajamas at Christmas with your whole family? Um, with Lou and the girls, yeah, you can if you want. Bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. I'm not really into it, but Lou is, and it's just not worth upsetting everyone. She's also when we go Disney wants to wear matching tops, and I don't like that. No, I don't like that. I saw I that Rob Beckett, and he was dressed like his family. Just like his family. <laughs> yeah. I saw, so the other day, we well, went for a dog walk and I saw a couple, middle-aged couple, walking along and they both had shorts on and a polo shirt, but they both had matching colours, but the shorts were like a lemon colour and the top was like a violet. And what? I was like, they were like literally matching clothes, but I don't know if it was an accident or not, but me and Lou were in matching clothes, but we were just wearing like black active wear because we yeah, were going yeah. for a long walk. But I think... Lemon shorts and a violet top is yeah, a strange... Yeah, that, that's a strange combo, isn't it? Yeah, that's anyway. That's a strange combo. Anyway, let's talk about your cats. So, I go downstairs... A lesser comedian would say, your pussies. Yeah, yeah, but you, you're you know back I mean? doing comedy now, so you've got you've got, <laughs> got gear ready to go. Oh, I'm really upset. I th- yeah, I'm really tired, and I thought that'd be a fun little thing to kick off with, do, talk, tell, talk you through some of my new jokes. And I completely fucked it up, and now my head's gone. I've got a gig tonight, oh, Josh. No. Where are you? I'm burning the candle at both ends. Top secret um, comedy? It's, have you been, you've, you've gigged there, haven't you? Oh, big time, mate. It's got, it's got the most disgusting toilets Vile. ever. Awful. And this is, I'll give you another little joke I do here, Josh. It's quite oh, pathetic no. now. I don't know what I'm doing. I always go, top secret comedy. I tell you what's top. Oh, it's so secret. The, clean, the cleaners don't even know where the fucking toilets uh, are. That's nice. And stuff. they laugh and sometimes. And think, well, that's of no use when I get this fucking tour together. Yeah, well, I'm in Staffordshire. That's not going to work in their lovely theatre with yeah. lovely toilets. Anyway, sorry. Well, wake it, up, Rob. Good evening, Staffordshire. Has anyone been to Top Secret Comedy in Covent Garden? Basically, they've got... If you haven't, I'll explain. <laughs> they've got some pretty mucky loos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, Josh. Oh, let's get sorry. back on track. I'm knackered as well. I'm absolutely exhausted. I'm burning the... I'm not just burning the candle at both ends, Josh. I'm lying in the middle and chucking on a bonfire. My oh, candle is wet. What? Wet oh, and why hot. is your candle so wet? <laughs> My candle's dripping wet of heat just because I'm getting up at six-ish with the kids to get them into school because yeah. now they've got new clubs. My daughter goes swimming at 7.45am. Oh, fuck that. That's too early. Fuck that. Who the fuck is she? Adam Beatty. Like... <laughs> Anyway, they're, they're, oh no, because she's getting a bit older. Like, oh, does she want to sort of do swimming, like do, do on the swim team? I was like, probably not, no, because that involves me having to get up at six a.m. and driving <laughs> to a fucking pool. <laughs> I was in the car with her today, going, you, you like swimming, don't you? But you don't really want to race, do you? She was like, no, nah, brilliant, don't, don't race, don't. Yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna commit time to a sport, do one that earns you good money. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Unless you really love it, but anyway. Oh, but yeah, because so, I was uh, at secondary school. I had a friend, and he was about fifteen. And he was swimming competitively, and he'd have Come to on, get grow up. up. And you're like, you're not going to make it by this age, mate. You're not even the best in Devon. Yeah, but also, no. even if you do, like, Ad- you know, no offence to Adam P, he seems like a good guy. Rebecca Adlinson, Duncan Goodhue, Sharon Duncan Davis. Duncan Goodhue is your third one off the... Off the... But, yeah, like, unless you're Michael Phelps, who's like megastar, but like... Yeah. 
you're not earning much more than a championship level footballer, are you? But, but you've surely. Got, but you've got up at six a.m. every and morning. And you're in a swimming pool charge. all the time. And, like, and you've got like you know you're on your own. You're not in part of a team. I don't know. I just sort of feel like if you're going to commit to getting your kid to sort of do a sport loads, they've got to really love it, or at least pivot them into like. Tennis. If if you've got girls as well, tennis or golf is probably the biggest earner. Rob, it's not about earning. It's about love of the sport. Is swimming sport? <laughs> <laughs> Let come. I don't really think. I know this is bad. I don't really think walking, running, or swimming sport. I quite like running. Swimming. I don't mind long swimming. Running. You can't see what the fuck's going on. It's just eight <laughs> different splashes. Like, and you've seen which splashes ahead. It's basically if you've got the biggest feet and hands, you're gonna win. Yeah, it's not that scene. No. Anyway, seen. let's get back to your cat. Sorry. But can I just say, sitting on the side for swimming, it fucking stinks. <laughs> I know, it's horrible. It's like top secret's bloody toilets. Yeah, exactly, mate, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's too hot and it stinks and you're just sat <sighs> there going, this isn't relaxing. So what, what would you be your best and worst sport? Say your kid got into sport, your kid, one of your kids, and they were like basically going pro. So you're there four days a week, but, but Saturday and Sunday. What would you pick? Chess. What would be the best and worst? Chess. Indoors. Darts. Dart. No, dart, pub. Pub. I don't want, don't, I don't yeah. want to go in a pub. Um, I don't think I could handle rugby. Rugby's the worst. I think... <laughs> Rugby's the fucking worst, mate. It's awful. I hate it. You can't see what's going. It's just a big bundle, isn't it? It's... uh, Right, here's my question with rugby. How do you know who's good and bad in the scrum? They're all just pushing together. (laughs) That's a great nudge there from number three in the the scrum. How's one of them playing for England? You don't know who's... who's, (laughs) They're all just pushing together. It just makes no sense. Shit. Yeah. It's fucking shit. It ruined my school days. Did you have to play it at school? We played it a couple of times, but our school was was very sort of southeast London school. So in the end, they just let us do basketball, ping pong or football. Oh, mate. We used to do a term of rugby every year and it was (laughs) fucking terrifying. Did I tell you that I was basically... (laughs) I yo-yoed, but our... Our, our PE groups were higher and lower, yeah? Yeah. So the year was split into two. So right. it was four PE groups, and on each side of the year, we had a higher and a lower. And I yo-yoed. I was either, depending on the year, the yeah. best in the lower, We literally yeah. kids weren't finishing the 100 metres. It was fucking brilliant. <laughs> or I was the worst in the higher, and I was playing rugby with the rugby team and me. And it was awful. Yeah, you must have got absolutely battered. Yeah, I used to run ahead of the ball so they couldn't pass to me, like just <laughs> slightly ahead. Did you have your asthma pump like in hand, or was that just on the sideline? No, no, no. I, I was never the bad enough for it to leave the dressing room, really. The changing room, sorry. Well, like, that's the thing. Like, there was kids I remember at school that had asthma, and it's like, you know, everyone talks about like, it's all about mindset. You know, like 80% of high-level sports mindset and 20% is, like, fitness and knowing what you're doing. And they would scream, Oh, you, have you got your asthma pump in case you need it when we do sport? I'm like, you're not really inspiring him to success, no, are you? No. They're just screaming at a boy, oh, have you God. got your asthma pump? It was awful, Sorry. mate. It was fucking awful. There, there was just a big kid called Sean Devonish who was just... I can picture him. He is massive. He's fucking massive. If he gets the ball, that's a try. (laughs) 
And on the other side, there was another big kid called James Penfold. Same thing. It was just those two. Did them two have a fight after school ever? No, they were friends, I think. I don't remember. Oh, they were both, I think, farmers. <laughs> big thick neck, thick, big thick fingered big farmers. Old, big old necks, mate. Well, like we were talking about the big fingers of a working man last <laughs> podcast. The big neck of a farmer. Hay bales at the age of six. Get yeah. on with it. They would get time off for bailing season. That's mental. Just hire someone. Don't get your, take your child out of education. Just pay an adult to do your job. <laughs> right. Um, oh, the cats. That's what we talk about. Oh, so. yeah. It's the cats. So I go downstairs after we've recorded. Mm. And she's there. And I think, we've got to go at three. And it's tw- this is three hours time. But I reckon, get her in the bedroom now. Yeah? Yes. Because that's where I lock her in the bedroom. Right, okay. Uh, lock her in the bedroom, our bedroom. Put a litter tray up there. Leave it. And so, after an hour, I go up, <laughs> sneak in the bedroom. She stays in there. She backs under the bed. And then, 20 minutes before leaving, I go up to get her in the box. She's not by the door, where she'd mm-hmm. think she'd be loitering. She's not in the bedroom. How has she got out of the bedroom, Josh? For an unwell cat, she's pretty wily. Yeah, mate, honestly. And I look round the room, and let me show you. Would you take a photo of nothing if she weren't in there? Yeah, no. It's just going to be a photo of your empty bedroom. I, it took me ages to realise what had happened. And then I saw this. Oh, the window's open. The top the of the window. The top wi- bit of the window. The top bit of the window. How she got out there? On a first floor. Oh, my God. Lovely curtains, though, Josh. Thank you. And you. Um, <laughs> oh, no, you're in trouble. You've lost the cat. <laughs> I've lost the cat, Rob. She's <laughs> scrambled up the new curtains you, and out oh. of the top of a f- fucking French window. And on the first floor? On the first floor. She's then hopefully climbed down the house. I had to go and check that her body wasn't on the floor below. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah she, she was peaky. No, I think she's peaked. Yeah, she's died. She um, died. She, she's in such a bad way, she seems to have jumped out the window. So... <laughs> So she disappeared, completely disappeared. I had to phone right. the vet and tell them my cat had disappeared. Absolute. I mean, it must what? happen all the time, right? No, but like not as a as a symptom. No, not as a <laughs> not as a symptom. I've got to bring you my cat in. <laughs> it's disappeared. Believe, I couldn't believe it. So, so you didn't take her in the end? No, it's been moved down two weeks' time. And how's she how's she doing? Well, she turned up in the evening because it was awful until she turned up. Because I was like, fucking hell. Can I ask you a question, Josh? Yeah. If you lived alone... Yeah. ...and you looked at those two cats... Yeah. ...would you ring the vet to book an appointment because one looked peaky? Well, Rose did point out um, to me... Yeah. ...that... And I did notice that when she pointed out, her breathing's quite fast and um, deep, quite fast, and uh, you can see it a lot more than with her sister. How old is she? Uh, we got her in 2015. She's eight. Oh, so it's not that old. I mean, to be fair, my breathing would increase as well if I was locked in a bedroom by TV's Josh Whittaker <laughs> to climb out the window. <laughs> well, hopefully she's all right, Josh. She's fine. Well, she's not. She's got she's got an appointment in two weeks. But right, okay. Tell you what, even a cat can't get a doctor's appointment. So the NHS yeah, is on his ass. Too bloody right, mate. Um, so, yeah, I didn't get to do the appointment because the cat got out of the fucking top window. I can't believe it. I took so long looking for her. Would you have thought to close the window? But, uh, y- y- yes. If I'm trying to secure a cat in a room, 
I'd probably check the window. <laughs> like that's, I wouldn't say it's a. It's not like I wouldn't yeah. check all the bolt, bolts on it. But I, if no. it was open, I'd shut it. Yeah, that. I mean, it's thick from me, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I, what I would in your defence is the high up part, so you wouldn't automatically. It looks shut and, yeah. until you see. But the cat knew. Yeah, the cat knew. Clever little bastards. Clever little bastards. I'm so tired, Rob. It's fucking mental. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? When they go back to school, it is early starts. And then also your your work I'm, diary I'm gets busier away. because it's like, kids are in school. Oh, Where have you been? I've been filming, filming. in Cumbria. I oh, finished. God. Oh, so you've, this was the time where you finished at 10.30 and you were getting driven back home yeah. for Sunday morning to get in at 5.30am yeah. to see the kids for the day. Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah, so I finished at 11. PM, lovely. Yeah. Got in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, ETA 4.38 I was quite pleased by that I mean that's how bad it's got Josh yeah that's a win I had my pillow obviously with me so I lovely I, I fell asleep about an hour in that's good yeah on the door and then right across but still strapped up right yeah what can't, do you think I care about that <laughs> <laughs> I don't really mean you. I mean, it's good to know you've got a bit of kit, but I don't, I don't think I needed the positions. Okay, fair enough. That's fair. It's fair. Cop. I don't want to be harsh. This I've is how tired I am, Rob. This is how tired I am. Yeah, because I want to for a bit on the so window, tired. for a bit on the other side. I'm cool, so good, tired. good to know. Good to know. You do realise this isn't just a catch up. This is people are listening, <laughs> and even even on a phone call, catch up. People are like, come on, mate, laughing it up. Got a busy day. Well, I'll tell you this. Go on. At 3.30 in the morning, I wake mm-hmm. up and we've pulled into a service station. Right, okay. Now, I presumed, you know, I thought this guy would be like, his special move would be driving through the night. Yeah. And he just pulls into a service station and we pull up and I wake up and he goes, I, ju- I just need 10 minutes. <laughs> We're an hour and a half from home. Not a wee or a coffee. I just need ten minutes. But that's the sensible thing to do. Yeah. And then, and then he did this with his hands. He just went. What? Rubbed his face like he was the most tired man in the world. <laughs> I mean, I get it's three a.m. Like he rubbed his face like to say, "I can't believe this is happening to me." <laughs> and I said to him, "I think you need to go and get a coffee." Yeah. And he said, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, of course I'm fucking... <laughs> yeah. I had that once with a tour manager and we was driving back from Birmingham and he was, I was just so tired. I went, I'll get a coffee. but no, I don't have a coffee because I'll be awake when we get in then. I went, yeah, but I'd quite like to die on the way. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you I'd rather can't. you take an extra hour to get to sleep than we both die on this motorway. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I've done that with like TV shows where I think... I really could do with a coffee here. Do I care more about getting to sleep or just doing well on the TV show? <laughs> um, what's what I'd say with that drive back from Cumbria though is Josh, like yeah, you know, my dad was a driver and like a cab driver, lorry driver, and did a driving job. So like, no matter like how much you prep for it, having to drive from Cumbria to London <laughs> overnight <laughs> is just not out. okay, it's is it? No. It's just whether that's your job and you're slightly used to it. Like, there's no human on the planet that's like, yep. Well, that's the job for me. That's yeah. you know, that's yeah. that, that's like a, oh god, you know, it'll be good money though. Shall I do? You know, I try, and, I try and get a kip in the day. But like, if I was that driver, I'd be like at three o'clock 
in the afternoon and be like, I have to go to sleep now because yeah. later I'll need it. But you just can't. Fucking Cumbria, man. He didn't even have the radio on. Just sat like that for six hours. <laughs> so what are you thinking driving? about? Yeah, I don't. That's the one thing with the people like that are drivers or cab drivers where they, they don't have any radio or podcast on or headphones in and just drive in silence. I think I don't think my brain could cope with that. No. What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? He sat there just going, oh, he was on the window, now he's on the other side with his pillow. <laughs> Very interesting. I wonder if he brings that up on his podcast. <laughs> on his jackpot podcast that people listen to. How long were you at the services then? I don't know, I've fallen asleep straight away once he went in and got his coffee. Yeah. I fell back to sleep on the the, 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 the non-window side. Yeah, of course, good to know. <laughs> I got home, 4.38. Lovely. Got in to bed. You've got to be quiet there because you could wake the kids up for the day. That's the danger of that time. Yeah, yeah. And then I was up at half eight. Did you have a nice day with the kids? I was quite tired. <laughs> what did you do? Uh, in the morning, we did the jumble trail. What's that? So it's a thing locally in Clapton where um, people have stalls outside their houses. It's like a jumble sale. but Right. Everyone has stalls outside the houses, so people walk around the streets buying stuff. Lovely, if that's um, your thing. And uh, I did that. Uh, we went and helped out <laughs> on someone on Pearl's friend's stall. We turned up, Rob. I, I, I wouldn't. You know, when some people have just got a lust for life, <laughs> and they're just like, <laughs> you, you feel like you've tapped out, Josh. Rob, let me take you through the following week. It's, it's, it's overshadowing me. What, so, you, so you're in a state where you've had a busy week and you're tired. I'm so busy. And then I'm you've so got a busy, busy week coming up. I'm just going to take you through the next two weeks. And okay, then, right. And then yeah, can I can I Can I please request enough detail, but not as much detail as pillow positions? <laughs> if that's all right. Like, just Thank speaking you for making me. this funny today, Rob, because I'm in a fucking state. Tell me for your two weeks. So, drop my daughter off at school today, then do this, then um, straight into having my neck sorted, which wasn't helped by sleeping in two separate positions. I mean, yeah, you've had you've had the old neck. Um, we've had to finish early for the old neck osteopath appointment. Three weeks running, the, the neck too stiff at the moment. It's just it's just playing up, and then got to get go straight into town, doctor's appointment, and then a meeting, and then yeah. go back to get my daughter from a friend's house, get home bedtimes etc Tuesday Wednesday Thursday pointless <laughs> yeah and then what else are you doing yeah really nice <laughs> so you're, you're you're gonna you're hosting pointless I'm no, you're the Richard Osmond okay yeah, yeah. Uh, which I was really looking forward to and I am really looking forward to but I am I could do with a day off. What I'd say is, though, that gig of being the Richard Osman is sort of less is more, where you don't want to do too much and, like, you're trying yeah. to take it over and do a panel show where you actually just need to give a, a few answers exactly. and be a bit slightly amusing. But the danger is, for you in your current position, you literally don't say anything. That I just fall asleep behind that laptop. Armstrong goes, OK, Josh, uh, and any pointless answers there? And you go, yeah, um, Denver, Colorado. <laughs> OK, <laughs> thank you very much, Josh Whitaker, everyone. <laughs> Oh, God. So you're a bit pointless, yep. Friday, 
I'm recording voiceover on my CBBC CBBC show. Yeah, and is it about um, a sad lizard? Is it, like, <laughs> it's, is it about a sad bloke that's took too much on? Is that what the, 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 uh, the show? No, is? he lives on a planet with his daughter and a big lizard. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, so he's he's actually got quite quite a relaxed life compared to mine. Um, afternoon, I'm recording a voiceover for James Acaster's new podcast thing. For Saturday, take my daughter to a birthday party. Sunday, fly to Spain. <laughs> what are you doing in Spain? Recording the show in Nish for four days. Fly back Thursday evening, get in at one ten. Get Friday here, Saturday, go to Bradford to record another episode. Oh. Do that. How long are you in Bradford for? Four days. <laughs> and then we're in the middle of October. It's about the 5th of October by then. Cool. And what bit are you looking forward to most? Uh, I'm having an anniversary dinner with Rose on Friday. Oh, that's nice. Where are you going? I don't know, Rob. Rose has booked it. I'm f- it's, I'd, I'd forgotten until she said earlier. And then I... Yeah. Oh, it's mad. It's mad. It's just a mad yeah. month. It's, it's just, just a mad, mad month. Mad, You'll be all right. Just do each day. All you've got to do now is have a chat about our kids. Yeah. How are your kids? How are we doing? How are my kids? All good. Back into school. Oh, yeah. Um, my, my youngest needs glasses, so she's worn her glasses to school. Oh, is she excited about that? She was really excited, and then she was a bit, like, apprehensive about going in, because she doesn't really like... She sort of likes messing around and laughing, but she doesn't like anything where it's about sort of her. So... Yeah. If she's got something new, even if she had like, she had to wear trainers in because she had a bad foot instead of shoes for a day, she'd be like, I don't want to do anything that makes you stand out kind of thing. Yeah, classic, um, classic. But it was, she was very, so like normally she bounds into school and then um, I, I, she was like, Daddy, can you walk in with me? And she was like, I'm worried that I'll look, she was like, I'm worried I'll look ugly or people will laugh and stuff like that. Oh I was like, no, God. don't worry. And that's horrible. Anyway, so I walked in with her and then she just wouldn't leave my side and was just like, the way she was just holding and touching oh her glasses and was just like, she was so self-conscious, bless her. But the thing is, the thing is, you sort of realise you want to be able to protect your kids and, and like you literally would like, if they had to have yeah. an operation, I'd rather go in and have the operation. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just put me into the thingy, whatever. But I think the most difficult thing with parenting is you slowly realise there is nothing you can do. No. That she's got to walk in that playground wearing glasses and react yeah. to people's reactions and deal with people because ultimately you're never going to be in a position in life as a child or an adult without a dickhead nearby no, that's going correct. to say something that's a bit rude a bit off and normally it's their own issue that they're sort of projecting onto other always people their own issue. it's always their own issue it's always you know and, and stuff but that's life and that's a life lesson is to learn that and I want to be able to do it for my children but I can't and it's yeah. debilitatingly stressful but that's something that I've got to work out myself. Because I think what I struggle with a lot in life is with the kids, they're going through childhood milestones that I actually found traumatic as a kid. Yeah. And when they're going through it, I sort of get transported back to that time. And I, 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 feel, I feel it in my body about how oh, I felt God, when I went yeah. into school and had glasses and things like that. Did you have glasses? Oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah, so I had glasses as a kid. So, I, so, I, so anyway, so she went in and she was hiding behind my back. And then there's this wonderful teaching assistant um, that my, both my girls love. And, you know, she's lovely. I won't say her name. She won't be named in it. But um, she knows who she is. She, uh, eventually we called her over and she ran over. And then my daughter went in with her. But you could see she's so, like, full, full of joy and loud. And she was so small and stressed yeah, going in. Anyway, so I, I let her go. Obviously, let her go in and stuff like that. And then I got back to my car, burst into tears. 
Oh my god! But like, not just like, oh, that just like, you know, like in a scene of film, where like, where like someone yeah. like starts. Not, I wasn't punching the wheel, the, the, the steering wheel, but you know, like yeah, yeah. that that kind of moment of just like, and I was just like, where are oh, you it's parked so at this point? Re really near the school. I mean, so like, I'm just sort of so. All the parents are walking past me, the uh, ones I know, uh, but also uh, ones that don't know me and like, is that Rob Beckett crying in a little hot electric Honda? <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. But uh, I'm crying facing the other way. So Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, so you're yeah, allowed so. to talk about which way you're facing the car. <laughs> Touche. Good stuff. I respect that, actually. You're waking up, mate. You're off yeah. Cumbria time. You're back in the... Yeah, so that was, that was quite... quite a, and how was she a pickup? She was fine, actually. She sort of, you know, some people, you know, she was. Some people said some things. Some people didn't say some things and stuff like that. But it's yeah, it's just it's just difficult having to allow them to go off themselves and do all that stuff, you know. Yeah. But, um, anyway, but um, yeah, it's just been it's just been really busy. God. Even as an adult, there's nothing worse than. Do you remember what it's like? When you like even getting a fucking haircut and going into school, I know. Or when I remember when I wore a cap, baseball cap once, and went to the pub. My mates were like, "Oh, I've got a fucking hat on. Why are you yeah. wearing a hat?" And I was like, "Oh yeah," and just took it off and just drank a beer in silence. But also, bless her, it was um school photo day. Oh no, I remember haircut wise, I had, I had curtains way mm. longer than I wanted to have curtains, just because I was afraid. How long were they? They were quite long, actually. Yeah. But yeah, it's terrifying getting a haircut or any change or like Mufti Day. I found quite nerve wracking. Yeah, like what you're gonna wear and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because it's horrible as a kid, and it's so mad though because it does. It literally means fuck all, especially when you get to like teenager. People at school that were like the cool kids. Yeah. If you look at them now, it's an absolute oh, fucking joke. It, I would say it's like scoring a girl goal early, isn't it? It's never actually the good sign that you think it is. No, <laughs> it puts a lot of pressure on you going. But also, yeah. like, at school, it was cool if you, like, you had an older brother. <laughs> yeah. Certain things that now, like, yeah, I don't I mean, look at I you and be like... I think someone's cool because yeah. he's got a Reebok coat now, would I? Yeah. Okay, uh, I don't know if you know, Josh, but I've got a brother who's actually 52. <laughs> so, pretty cool. What pretty cool guy. Well, so it's been a bit of a logistical nightmare because of Clark, um They're doing so many clubs now. So, yeah. like, one day... My daughter does swimming before school, swimming during school, a little a, a, some sort of drama class after school separately, and then also has got guitar lessons. Bloody hell. That's too much stuff, isn't it? Yeah, you're really covering your bases, Rob. Does she just like that? Like well, it, it? it was my daughter who didn't like any clubs, and now she's absolutely club heavy. Oh, is she's she? She's gone club mad. She only did recorder last year, now she's doing all of them. Um, so take me through them. Guitar? So she's doing guitar lessons. She does swimming. A, a, a amateur dramatics club thing. She does Lego club, um, choir, um, circus skills. But that's six clubs. There's only oh, five mate. afternoons. <laughs> summer at lunch. Summer outside oh, of the school, at local church halls or whatever. But she's just absolutely. What we do is we go mad for it in the week, and then weekends no clubs. Right. That's what we're doing at the at the moment. And so does she just? Is she coming home at like five or six every day? Yeah, they're so tired. They're so tired yeah. and aggy, and they argue. You know, like I was a bit smug where you say my kids play well and get on yeah. together. They still play now, but the arguments are getting more amped up because they're getting older. They're like nearly eight and six. It's like if they were married, I'd suggest a divorce. <laughs> right, I, can, I know that there's love there, but it's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not what it was. 
and you'd probably be better apart. And do you think... I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah. It's weird to think that the odds are your children, they'll probably text each other once every couple of months when they're growing up. It depends, doesn't it? Some it dep- they might be close. Yeah. But lots of people aren't with their siblings. And I know. it's weird. It's how do you make... Weird. How do you... How do you... How do you get your kids to like each other? <laughs> and I still think mine do. Yeah. However, how do you carry that on into adulthood? I think the number of children you have makes it more difficult. So I've got four brothers, which is harder because you can't all meet up all the time because there's so many of you. And also if you and then you feel guilty if you meet up with one or two of them and not everyone. They've just so got sort of, stuff in common. Yeah. Like you know, if you've got stuff in common with someone, it doesn't matter if they're your brother. But if you've not got any common ground... Yeah, because some, some siblings are totally different. Yeah, exactly. You've got no, you go, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. Oh, well, they've also do football club, which I'm a big fan of. Oh, yeah. But they've got to have shin pads, which is so funny. Shin so, pads? Fucking hell, how... They're six and eight. I know, so... Is that because they're shit or because it's... Well, like, what are you so saying about my kids? They're shit. Oh, you don't like no, women's football? Oh, you don't like women's football, actually? <laughs> how dare How dare you sat there with your bad neck slagging off women going, oh, do they need shin pads? They probably can't even kick it hard enough to hurt a shin. No, Pathetic, what I disgusting was, man. Is it because it's aggro Pig. or is it because there's... <laughs> is it because it's aggro or is it because... Gammon. No, so I think it's because they, they've not actually started. They're just doing passing and shooting at the moment. Yeah. But I think it's because they, they have to wear boots so they don't slip over. And, and I think they're a bit right, wild yeah. with kicking. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, so it's a bit they're more than they wild. Well, they're, <laughs> no, they're a little bit untamed, a bit wild. Um, yeah. So, so, but they loved it. I've got them, I've got them uh, so basically they wear their PE kit, but you have to take in some socks, shin pads and boots, right? That's a way to get them to bond in the long term is um, me and my brother support Plymouth Argyle. So that is yeah. it. We've well, they, forever they, got they, that. They do, they do seem to really like playing football. I don't You're know if they like watching them to the Arsenal, Rob? I'd probably take them Crystal Palace because that's their local club and you should support your local club, really, if you're going to be yeah. taken anywhere. But um, the uh, anyway, so I've got them these football boots and shin pads. But like the shin pads, right? So there's... The, the, I hated these shin pads as a kid. The ones that go around the ankle, it just... Cause it, like, yeah, yeah. And then it's, and it goes up and it's like, you have to slide your foot into it. It's really difficult. I'm like, yeah. you can't run or play football. There's no freedom there. So no. I just got these little ones that slide in and they really like it. And I, and I gave them their boots and stuff, but they can't do laces, Joss. We've been doing, we've just done Velcro. Do so I've got now a teacher has to do laces and I don't know how. Oh, I mean, I know how God. to do mine, but I'm like, fuck. Yeah, right. I don't know what to Are do. Are you and, one of these people that roses? The um, the two bunny ears and then tie them together. Yeah, no, I don't know what that means. But my my daughters, I think, have seen a video on YouTube about doing laces, doing their own research. Because I just like, do a normal bow, but Rose does have like this. Weird... I don't do the two bunny ears thing. No, I just do a normal bow. Yeah, but it, but anyway, so they can't do their laces. But I said, well, just get your boots on and then let the teacher do them up. Because the teacher, if you're teaching a five year old. Yeah, you, not, most of them aren't going to know. So you can, it's probably quicker just to do them. Anyway, so I picked my daughter up from football. Turns out she's got them on the wrong feet. What? However, what, she can't do laces, and the laces was, were done up. So one of the teachers has looked at those feet and just tied them up. I'm like, they're obviously on the wrong feet. And like, I get it's all right if you wear like your shoes on the wrong feet walking into yeah. school, but you're playing football. The shots must be going all over the gaff. <laughs> 
absolutely. They'd be like, oh, look at the bend she's getting on yeah. that. No, she it, might have been getting some real after after bend <laughs> that no other footballer's ever got. She's, she's invented got, a new. Invented her own predators, but um, yeah. that was crack, that was crack of up when she came up. But they, they they loved it. But they're they're enjoying doing all the uh, the clubs and stuff. So what but, um, time do you have to get up for clubs, Rob? Every we get night. up. Well, Lou gets up at about six every day. I get up Fuck about half hell. six. Fuck it. And hell. then I take I try to take them to school. But then there's been loads. Oh my god, mate! They shut a road. Now I live in like the country. There is a road that is. I didn't realise this. It is basically the road out. <laughs> so it's not like you try zone two, mate. It's not like in a city where if they the shut the road's you, closed, there's 400 other roads I could go on. So, mate, honestly, it was it was taking like it normally takes 20 minutes to get to school. It's taking like 45 minutes, and it was carnage. It was awful. No one was being late for stuff, and and it was just so stressful. However, the good thing is the girls have got into Kasabian. They're like Kasabian, so we've been singing Kasabian in the car, which is a marked improvement from. Spice Girls and Britney Spears and Little Mix. I'm up my limit of that, but they're loving Kasabian. I prefer Spice Girls to Kasabian. Um, do you? Yeah, I love Spice Girls. More than Kasabian? Well, I don't like Kasabian. Why not? They're brilliant. They're not, Rob. They are. What don't you like about them? They Who doesn't not... like Kasabian? I might have to stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get it if you're like prefer Blur, but how can you not no, like no, Kasabian? I, I just don't. I've never liked Kasabian. What's what's the, what's 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 the problem with them? The music well, is musically good. No, it's boring. Boring. It's lad laddie crap. Laddie crap. You're pathetic. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I've got a couple other things to you before we go. Right, the um, so Lou took the girls to this party, right? And it was like a spa party because their friends a bit older. And they went and basically got the nails done and got a bit of glitter in their hair and, and, and like a pampering thing at a spa. And then it was a kid's party. And anyway, so last week they had t- um, tattoos on their arms still from summer yeah. holidays. And then literally on the, it was like half gone, but you know what it's like getting rid of those tattoos. They go slowly. There was barely anything there. There was a note in the plan again. Um, there are no tattoos allowed in school. I was like, all right, fucking calm down. It's literally Wednesday, they went back on the end of half term. It was, it's gone the way out. Um, but anyway, now they've got their nails done on Sunday for the, this party and then they went to school and I was like Lou they've got their na- you can't send a kid in with painted nails they've got in with painted nails but Lou didn't have any nail varnish remover so we had a note from tattoos last week so we, we're going to get a oh, nail no, varnish Rob. Nail like varnish. you're a kind of like you're taking them out on a huge nights out every weekend <laughs> we, we do to be fair like they are so tired we, oh, I think we do too much in our life no shit Rob <laughs> you to, what are you kids is in seven clubs <laughs> So the kids this morning, they just like, Dad, I'm so tired. You know, they went, went, there's not even time at the weekend to rest. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Well, they're just up for it. I'm trying to tire them out. But like, anyway. No, you've done it. We went to a park and there was this big swing. We went to a new park and there was this oh, like, yeah. swing thing that goes round in a circle. And um, there was another dad there and I wasn't very good at doing it. I couldn't get the technique, but his dad was bigger than me and was absolutely launching him on it. And they kept on going, get the other dad to do it. Get the other dad to oh, do it. And I was like, that's, that's part of me felt bad. But I was like, this is actually amazing. I don't have to do it. Did he do it? This bloke called Tony just spanned my kids around. I mean, he was there Did with his kid. Did you walk up to Tony and say, could you spin my kids around? Because I'm no, not man enough his to kid do was it. on it. And I went, I oh, can I get on? I listened to Kasabian, but I haven't got Look, the balls mate. to actually be a proper bloke. <laughs> um, so at this spa party, they were really excited and didn't want to leave. And they were all a bit overtired. And then our youngest was being so naughty. So Lou rung me on the way back. She was on the motorway and went, Rob, it was the worst leaving of a house I've ever been involved in. She went, um... 
at one point, because the, the child lock's not on anymore, our youngest just kept on opening the door and running away of the car Bloody as it was moving would open the door and jump oh out and run away God. and then oh in the end what our friends because they were leaving the friends us, the friend's daughter who's like nine went upstairs and found two pounds in a piggy bank and said to her you can have that if you get in the car oh my god and then she said no well that's good because if she'd come home with two quid <laughs> and then and then Lou's telling me this going I just need a glass of wine when I get in it was just too much blah 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 and then I heard my youngest in the back she was on the car phone going I'm still awake you know <laughs> um, I'll, oh, mate. can I run this past you as well Josh right we went to see up? Shania Twain last week right what the fuck is wrong with you musically Rob well to be fair who are you Right, and let me explain. Shania Twain, this is quite weird. This is that. Well, you've dragged well, me into this. Were, I know you're It's quite name droppy, this. So I met her when we did Robin Romesh, right? Yeah, and you met her she, son. And her son. She DM'd me saying, Do you want to come to my show in London next week? Yeah. Right? Big. And I was like, You can't. Yeah. You can't. It's a direct message from Shay Shay. Yeah, you and you I mean? said, Where are you playing? And she said, The O2. The O2. And you said, That don't impress me much. Oh, great work. Thank well you. Well done. And she, Cheers, she actually did sing that song, actually, and it was very popular. I hope so, yeah. I fucking <laughs> hope so. So I thought, anyway, I'll... To did my, she do my, bow, 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 Let's bow. go, girls. Did she open with that? No, she did those two in the encore. Well, fucking but, hell, that's a long night, isn't it? But... Yeah. <laughs> I would say two and a half hours is too long a set. Oh, my God, when you're but, doing the two main ones in the encore as well. Fuck it was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a long old, it's a long old song. Anyway, uh, one of my friends... Couldn't you um, just his... play club foot just for people like you? <laughs> Too much! Yeah, please, please play LSF, Shania, just once in the middle. No, so um, my friend's husband is obsessed with Shania Twain. They're gay, just to make it clear. Oh, right, make okay. A yeah. couple of gay guys, absolutely obsessed with Shania Twain. So I said to Luke, oh, should I get four tickets and we take them as a surprise? So yeah. anyway, we took them. And well, we got put in a box, right? Which was very swanky. So thank you very much, yeah. Shania Twain, for going in a box. So it was all in a box. Anyway, we just can Who I ask else was about in this? The box? Well, I'll talk you through who was in the box. Um, oh yes, please. in a minute. However, what would you say the etiquette is? Is seating in a box? Because I've been in a box at the O2 a few times now in the yeah, past. Yeah, there's like ten seats out the front of the box. Apologies isn't for not being relatable, but I think we had quite a relatable episode the other week when you had a breakdown in your kitchen. So I think you yeah. can. Spare me this, but so what would you say? So the there's ten of, seats out the front. So like, yeah, so like three rows of seats out the front, and then there's right, like okay. some stools and a little table above that, and there's a and big room with sofas seats in. for people because they won't oversell the box. Yeah, exactly. So there's so a sort I'd of seat say, for everyone. I'd say it's first come, first served. Sure. Yeah, and yeah. So that's pretty. And because well, when I got my tickets, like, there's like fifteen seats. So I had like seat six, seat eight. Oh, do seat they have 12. numbers? They do, but no one ever really. No, no. When no. you're in someone's box, it's basically. I've got 15 yeah, yeah. people coming, sit down, right? Yeah. And my tickets were literally all over the place. So I just wanted to, because it was seat 6, seat 8, 6, 15, 6, 14. But I didn't even look at the numbers because the rule is, yeah. everyone just gets in, you sit down. Yeah. It's first come, first serve, right? It's like yeah. a sitting room. It's like someone's sitting room, 100%, Josh, right? The only numbers on the seat is literally for like legal reasons of health and safety, okay? Right. And that's always been the way. It's a free-for-all. Anyway, so we're in there, sat down. Um, Jamie Lang was in there. <laughs> All right, yeah. With his okay. uh, partner Sophie. Beverly Knight was there, and then uh, Cara Delevingne was there. All right. Okay. Anyway, so uh, we just sat in the front, four, four seats. Uh, Cara Delevingne wants to sit at the front, doesn't she? Yeah. And I was just like, uh, we're sat there. And I was like, oh. Uh, and then she was like talking to the like, I was like, 
oh, well, I just thought we just all sit wherever. I was like, you know, we didn't want to be split up because my seats were all over the place. And the the lady who booked like the PR one was like, oh yeah, it's just sort of sit wherever you want. It's like sit wherever you want. Try and sit with your group of friends. It's yeah, like, yeah. and everyone's like on board with that. I would have sit the front actually. And I was like, what? You had an argument with Cara Delevingne. And then uh, oh, I did have an argument. Then my mate was like, she was like, oh, we went, oh sorry, so we, we didn't know, but then we didn't know, like, she was like, well, actually, there are my tickets to the front. I was like, I didn't ask to see a ticket. I'm not doing that. <laughs> and then she was like, I was actually, and then my mate Tim was like, oh, oh, would you like to sit at the front? And she was like, well, yeah. I was like, okay. Oh and then we just sort of moved at the back. But I was like, oh everyone was looking around going, that's not what you do in a box. No. But I think she had to just sit at the front. Oh my God. Because it was like a thing. And... Oh, I looked wow. into her eyes and I just thought, you're not okay, are you? <laughs> so, like anything, this isn't about me or the seat, is it? No, this isn't. This, this isn't about United. I'll be honest with you, I'm in a suite in a box. You can see from anywhere. Yeah. It literally doesn't matter. I just want to sit next to the people I know in a row. You, th you think you're unhappy now? It's two hours 15 to that don't impress me much. <laughs> yeah, so we got moved out of our seats by Cara Delevingne. Oh, wow. Well, that is our greatest unrelatable story we've had yet. Yeah, but I was just sort of like, I don't really care where I sit really. I just want to sit with my friends. Who was she with? It's just sort of three mates. They also brought their own little bottle of, you know, um, what's that thing people have that like, it's like they have in, in a spirit, but it's like a bottle, it looks like a bottle of soy sauce, but it's got like a white packaging over and a yellow top. What's that, remember. Michael? Do you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like, that's it. What is it called? Angostura bitter. So they brought their own bitters? Yeah, she, she brought her own bitters. I'd say um, in, in bottle form and in attitude. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Angostura bitters she had on the, on, her, on the side hip. Yeah, that thing, that little bottle. Where did she get it out of? She had it in a little cup holder. Well, in what? my cup holder. It was actually my seat. Because <laughs> I had one seat at the front. <laughs> when Lou was behind me, I was like, I'm not sitting next to Cara Delevingne with Lou behind me and my teammates <laughs> apart. <laughs> yeah, oh, to make the Manhattan, that's it. A bit of whiskey, sweet vermouth and bitters, so... I think she, they must have been um, ordering something and then they were sprinkling that in. Imagine if people had just... If you'd sat next to Cara Delevingne and there'd been a couple of kind of paparazzi shots, Beckett and Delevingne go to Shania Twain together. I, I'd say if you... If, if there's a sliding scale of the kind of person that, you, that you're, like, suited to, that matches your energy and your kind of vibe, I'd say I couldn't be further away from the Delevingne's vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite yeah. serious. I think her, she's quite a serious actor, model type. Yeah. Bitters carrier. <laughs> I'd say I'm, I'm more loose with my mixers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd say in my, in my life, I've never yeah. considered hmm. bringing my own mixer. Oh, I know. And, but also not even a mixer, just like a no, little not a mixer, Just something to pep up. Yeah. yeah, maybe I've brought my own mixer. I've never thought, what no. if they don't have... What if the drink's not peppy enough for me? I'll take some bitters just yeah. to kind right, of... I'm off to Shania Twain. What do I need? A um, little <laughs> bottle of bitters. It's like taking your own hot sauce. Got me a little hot sauce. Go okay, McDonald's, get me a hot sauce. Out. It's not a Shania Twain thing that we don't know about, is it? Like, there's not a song no, where I she's like... Yeah, yeah, no, it was, yeah the bottle Get out your bitters, girls! <laughs> Yeah, the, the, uh, to be fair, the bottle did have a tiny cowboy hat on and some leopard print. 
<laughs> but it's so funny because it was quite surreal to me and my mate because we just wanted to sit together and I was like yeah. oh, let's, oh wait just let's just sit in the back I, I can't be bothered to have an argument really and then um I say the back, it was literally two row rows. two of yeah, a yeah, box. Yeah. I mean, the yeah, view yeah. was exactly the same. It was, yeah. I, if anything, it was better being back there so I could watch the bitter consumption. <laughs> oh, Josh, as well, some uh, information for the listener. Yeah. From now, Parent in Hell, a Spotify podcast, is now available everywhere. Do you know what? I thought something everywhere. felt different. I thought there was an echo in the room, Rob. Still free. Yeah. Oh, it's always free. And available everywhere. Look at that. Wherever you want it. Yeah. You can have it. Yeah. Shout into your smart speaker and it'll give it to you. Um, yeah, so that we are now available everywhere. So um, enjoy. The fact remains, Rob, if they're already listening, it, it, it's a useless bit of information, but fine. I know, but, you know, it's, it's nice to know. And then people can yeah. tell people. Yeah, you if know. you're saying it's listening. It's all about messaging. <laughs> it is. This is the thing. Anyway, right, should we do small business shout out? Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Hi, Rob and Josh. Thank you so much for keeping the parenthood of the world entertained for so long. I started a business a few years ago when I discovered there was nothing out there for learning times tables for children who learn visually or by stories. I've oh, created good. a book, Memory Owls Times Table, videos and a plethora, plethora of silly characters who live in Memory Owls Wood. For example, stick and his best stick friend were walking along talking too much and fell in a muddy puddle becoming dirty sticks 36 so i think that's six times six. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i think i need it um visit me for lots of free resources at memory www.memory little hyphen ow.com i started off wanting to make some money but now i just want to spread the word thank you so much keep being sexy and relatable susan lucas mother of amy 17 and sophie 15 great stuff they're very nice our listeners aren't they yeah anyway. thank you so much for being nice and all the people that come up and say hello that listen to the podcast are always much nicer than the people that say i preferred mock the week with frankie boyle yes or um, I'm sitting there. Could you pass me my drink? I need to put some bitters in it. Excuse me. I want to be 30 centimetres closer to Shania Twain, <laughs> even though we are about 100 metres away up high. Hi, I'd be JW and M. Uh, with the various school exam results incoming soon, well, or, uh, next year, I'm hoping my school small business could be a suitable topical shout out for next year. Yes. I've so been topical. It's still topical. I've been an English teacher in a secondary and sixth form for 10 years and have left the classroom to set up my small business, designing and selling academic planners, calendars and revision materials to help students avoid burnout and support their mental health. Very good. My website is ohmygoodnight, ohmygoodnight.co.uk and I'm at ohmygoodnight on socials. Many thanks, Lisa Hunter. Thanks, Lisa. Right, Josh. I'll see you on Friday for another guest interview. Yeah, I'll interview. have more energy then. Sorry about that. Yeah. Will you? Or are you just going to slowly tail off until October? No, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll be back. I'll You'll be, be back. back. Back for vengeance. You were good today, though, Josh. Don't get in your head. It's oh, funny. Oh, I don't. It was funny. I, I told you both positions I slept in. Yeah, that's great. I like that. But it was it worked for the show, Josh. That's, that's how it works. <laughs> right, right, I'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. 